This week, we're getting into the lifetime premiere of Bad Seed Returns. Mm. Now, this episode was recorded well in advance of the release. Okay, so yeah, maybe there's some outdated information. Maybe you're like, what, girl? Where are you? You know what? We were ahead of the game. That's what had happened. Okay, I want to hear it. So you enjoy Bad Seed Returns, which I do bring in comedian Sydney Washington to help us unpack. You're welcome. A Lifetime Original Podcast. Okay, Sid, I love that metaphor. Her elevator doesn't go to the fifth floor is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. She has to kill you before you realize, yeah, you know what? Actually, she shouldn't go to boarding school. If the bang is too long, something bad's about to happen. You order pizza like all the rest of the bad kids. They're dying for Cheerios. Something is so busy. It's dinner time. What are you getting phone calls right now? I vote for the girl whose dog was murdered in a heartbeat. You know, Twix, like the left and the right. <laughs> I love my wife and she loves you. So hurting you hurts her and I don't want that. Not after what happened to her brother. So I am going to get better. And I'm not going to say anything exchange for what? You will go to boarding school and leave the baby and us alone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Ekparagan, joined by a brand newbian host, okay? Because you know Megan out here, she got a baby on her breast, and she just had to go take a rest, and I said, L I need some energy up in here, because Megan's ass, sometimes she worked my nerve. Okay? And I said, I need a strong black woman up in here. So I am bringing you someone I simply adore. And this is one of my plots to make her my friend. She is a comedian, a writer. She co-hosts the podcast Peak 2000s. Sydney Washington, honey. Hey, Sid. Naomi, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad that you said that I have energy because I'm pumped. I'm so stoked to be here. Stoked. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you use the word stoked. <laughs> That's how you know. Yeah. Now, Sid, when I came to you and said, will you uh, please watch a Lifetime movie and talk about it? You know, mm -hmm. what was your first thought? Well, Lifetime channel pretty much raised me. Really? Raised, yeah. I grew up with like senior citizens, so they, they stayed with the Lifetime channel, Lifetime movies, mm -hmm. Daniel Steele, all mm -hmm. that stuff. They were watching that constantly. And I, me, as a child, I was like, this this is life. Right. This is how it should be. <laughs> I want to be these people. I know, me too. Didn't it, I was like, I want a kitchen this nice. I want a house this big. And mm -hmm. I want a husband this shady. Absolutely. There was uh, there was always a husband that was mad that she didn't put blueberries in the damn pancake, something of that sort. There was always tons and tons of stairs, foyers, foyers, whatever you call it. I mean, they were just living the life. So much drama and murder, but the homes, the yes. homes is what I focused on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The movies have changed since we were younger. Yes. Okay. The vibe has changed. Tremendously. Tremendously. Yeah. Like when we were little, I feel like it was very much like, you know, a nefarious husband in the suburbs. And now it's like anybody's game. Trust no one. Death is all around you. That's what I feel like the vibe is. Which is real. I mean, we're in 2022. It, it could be your best friend. It could be your mom, your dad, the neighbor. <laughs> it's everybody is a killer. That's <laughs> mm -hmm. 2022 colon. Everybody is a killer. Hello, everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, talk about everybody being a killer. This movie we watched, I mean, honestly, Sid, I threw you in the deep end. I'm not afraid to say you got thrown in the deep end. 
We are here to talk to y'all about Bad Seed Returns. This movie follows Emma, a typical teenage girl who's anything but. She meets a new girl at school who seems to know all of her secrets, leaving Emma to take care of her enemies by any means necessary. This movie is a sequel to the 2018 movie, The Bad Seed, starring the same actress. You can watch it on mylifetime.com for a few more weeks for free, but also, come on now, you know you gotta sign up for that lifetime trial through the podcast. So you may wanna follow along, you may not, but you know what? Sid and I, we about to get into it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, before I get in deep, I need you to know every listener, trigger warning, a dog is killed in this movie. Okay? And that is already rude. That is already evil. That, that's how I knew. I was like, oh, Lifetime Channel is doing something different. <laughs> They're doing something. I, when I saw, I was like, they're not going to do that. that there's I no know. way. I know. It's not happening. And I then I, I was I was screaming. <laughs> it was screaming. But also I was like, I like I like how they're like, anybody can get it. <laughs> because before they're like, oh, women, children, you know, elderly, die, die, die. We save the animals. Right. And then you're like, so you were able to save this gerbil, but not this infant i don't right. know but now i was like i like how they turned that actually it was, <laughs> it's different it's different so y'all and this happens i mean i'm telling you it's a trigger warning it happens probably in the mm-hmm. first five minutes because we open on a playground and there's like i called it evanescence type music i didn't know what you else did. you would call it And we see a blonde teen. She's like wearing all black, got her little hood up, and she's like staring at a dog across the street. Then we see her walking in the forest with the dog. And it's like very much like, you know, the dog's not hers. Okay. You get the implication. Like, again, of course, they don't show you anything, but there's the implication that she killed the dog. And I was like, okay, I'm livid. And then we start to get the credits. And it was like a real slick credit sequence, right? Because we're like seeing the girl alone in the woods. And then we're seeing like newspaper headlines, like nanny dies in house fire and widower tries to poison daughter, you know? So we get her backstory, which I was like, yes, very slick, very quick. Okay. Now, this was based on a book and a play. So I need to know why people keep making this. Okay. People are obsessed with the bad seed. They really are. I mean, remember, remember there was an actual like movie that, that was like this similar to this the bad son the good son Macaulay yes Cal- the good the son. good son the good son with macaulay Culkin. yep oh yeah i remember that so it's very very similar and i was like i like how the, it's it's a girl now yeah <laughs> let's do that i i i really felt like that is feminism you okay so you felt empowered by this mm-hmm, woman mm-hmm. okay yeah. interesting because i thought it was toxic whiteness <laughs> I said this is a this is a cautionary tale of white women. Okay, I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> Naomi, this is your pod, so I'm gonna let you do all of the heavy lifting on that. I don't want. Oh yeah, I'll be the I don't want the one. smoke. I don't oh, want I'll the smoke. Be, I'll be the messy one. Yeah, I'll be good cop. Good cop. <laughs> okay, perfect. 
So then after, you know, after we see all of that and we get the sense, okay, this this girl, of course, you look, the dog is at risk. She's in the woods by herself. So you know she's dangerous. Then we cut to three weeks earlier. Okay. Okay. Could you imagine? Mm -hmm. And we're in a gorgeous suburban mini mansion with a pool. The blonde girl, her name is Emma. And the first thing we see is her in her bedroom practicing how to talk like a normal person. Oh my God, that is so cute. Oh my God, that is so cute. You're so CEO. But T, T, actually, we all need to, to practice in the mirror how to talk like a, in quotation mark, regular person. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm learning how to say, don't say everything that comes off the top of your head. <laughs> say, just say, that's nice. <laughs> Oh, that's that's cute for you. Like things of that sort, like just learning how to be, you know, real basic, right? Real bare minimum yeah. in a in a in a conversation. Sometimes we got to learn. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, I think you're right. It's you know, when I have an opinion that I know that other people aren't going to like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll just be like, mm-hmm. I love that for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I immediately turn it and I'm like, well, did you like it? As opposed to, you know, because I don't need everyone to know. You turn it on them. You have to. It's you them. To. Yeah. Smart. So we find out that Emma lives with her Aunt Angela, who's a doctor. And then Aunt Angela has a husband, Robert. And Robert is like a white man who's obsessed with Cuba. It's fine. And he speaks Spanish. And, and Emma hates him. I mean, it was just so much simpler before. I know. There was. But I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us. I mean, look at us. We're complete. We're like one big happy family now. Basically, you know, I think she wants it to just be her and her Aunt Angela. But then also, Angela and Robert had a baby. His name is Cade, which I really don't like. I I was I didn't understand it. It just didn't make sense. I was like, the baby doesn't look like a Cade. I know he's a little baby. His name should be yeah. like Thomas or something. Cade sounds like he might be late on his mortgage payments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely too much stress on the name Cade. Yeah, Cade is definitely not making the alimony payments. <laughs> that is definitely what Cade is like. <laughs> and Emma also doesn't like Cade. You know, because basically it's like. She doesn't want to share attention. She doesn't want to have to, like, be nice to people, you know, and babies take attention and you have to be nice to babies. And she's not having it. Mm-hmm. So she comes downstairs and we and she sees Angela and Robert kissing and she's like, ew, disgusting. <laughs> but she immediately starts talking about how she's trying out for dance team captain. We actually finished learning the dance routine today. Sure, like, four eight counts. Then we have to make a speech. We present it to everybody and everyone votes. And the winner is dance team captain junior year. And her main competition is a girl named Steph, who like is her friend. And Aunt Angela and her mom are friends. So it's like her competition is somebody who she's obviously very close to. Any competition? Steph, but I mean, not really. I know. I don't know. Degame. I'm kind of awesome. And Espanol? I take French. Je suis génial. But she's like, I have to beat her. And she, you see her crossing off on her calendar, like the days to the big tryouts. Like she's very, like this is it for her. Being dance team captain is her holy grail. Steph is biracial. So it's like, okay, she, she might beat you. She's, <laughs> she might be better at this. She's, she's, got, she's got the rhythm. Yes. Mother is black. Yes. Like, come on. You, you, you know what it is. That's why she's stressed. She's like, Okay, I'm going to have to practice because this girl's natural. She's, she's just got it, you know? Emma Emma is very self-aware. She's very self-aware. Right, 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 right. She's like, I will have to cajole, lie, cheat, steal. Yes. She's prepared. <laughs> she's prepared to do it. 
Aunt Angela drops Emma off at school. And we get the sense, too, that because, you know, I'm assuming because Aunt Angela had baby Cade. It's like her first time back at work at a hospital, you know, so she hasn't been working for a while. So she's like, I'm about to go start working. But when she drops Emma off, Emma notices a brochure for a boarding school. What's this? Oh, Rob wanted to talk to you about that. He used to lecture there. He said it's amazing. 95% of their graduates go Ivy. You know, since I know you're looking at Yale. Is it a boarding school? No, no, not like that. It, it's only a couple hours away. So you could come home on the weekends. Just a second. <sighs> this was Rob's idea? As soon as I saw that brochure, I said, Robert, you about to get hurt. Yeah. You about to, you about to get hurt. You're dead. You're dead, man. And Angela, why are you throwing him under the bus? Sis, you want her to leave too. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Say, I think it's a great idea. This right. is perfect for you. Right, right. But it's but I will say too, it, it is very savage. Even if I wasn't a sociopathic teen, she's already been left by her parents, right? Like her dad has already died, and you're like and like you're the aunt who took her in, and you like won't even let her get through high school. You're like, we have you have to go. Robert and I are trying to make a family. That's mean. I feel like he could tell that there were bad vibes. Oh, yeah. Well, she gives him a hard time. Like he he wants her to learn Spanish, and she's like, I take French. And you know, he's like, I made pancakes. <sighs> Try them. They're gluten-free, zero calorie, high protein, <laughs> so good. She's like, ew. You know, nothing he mm -hmm. does is right. So you're like, mm -hmm. of course Robert was like, okay, can we send her somewhere because I yeah. can't take the toxicity. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm not mad at him for that. No, 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 no. So Emma goes to physics class and then this transfer student arrives and her name is Kat. She's got dyed red hair on the ends. And she won't stop looking at Emma. So you're like, okay, she's about to cause some problems. You know what I mean? Like she's staring Emma down, which I was like, ooh, maybe it's like two sociopaths and they're going to face off. Like, I, I, I was like, oh, they're going to get into the shits together. Yeah. I was, oh, you no, thought they were going to be like, they were going to become like a pair. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, you know, Twix, like the left and the right. <laughs> like, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, you already called it, honey, because we get to dance team practice. And we see both Emma and Steph dancing. And it seems Steph has the better moves. I mean, Emma was Steph. Wasn't she Steph? Steph. And uh, let's get into the teacher. The teacher was rude as hell. And face. Give me face. Ferocious. That was a hot mess. Okay, one more time. Steph, jump in for Emma. Calm it down. These are children. <laughs> you, you right, but you ain't right, right. you know? Exactly. <laughs> but what's so interesting to me is like, I expected Emma to actually be good because this is the kind of thing that doesn't, I don't get sometimes. If you're bad at something, it's the same thing with comedians where it's like, if you're not funny, why do you do this? It's like, if you're not good at dancing, why do you want to be dance captain? I feel like she could go be a captain of something else like yearbook. Because this, this is what it is, is that people think that they can learn a skill with some things you can be taught. But then there's some things that are just innate. It's natural. It's like, you know, rhythm. I, I really just feel like that's, that's you're born with it or you're not, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So she thought that she can, you know, work her way with her charm and also like severe practice that she would be able to beat somebody like Steph with the curls who's like beep bop bop. So you could just <laughs> tell that she was just like a, a breath of fresh air. It's like, come on now, right. Emma. Right, come right, on. Right, right. <laughs> you but know, you know, you know the deal. I know, but she does like stay after practice to work on her mm -hmm. moves. And it's like, babe, it's about loosening the core, okay? It's about hip work. Your tooth, you gotta have fun with it. She looks like she's doing homework. Like, she can't even yeah. smile when she's dancing. And I'm like, okay, girl. Emma, are you coming? 
They need a few minutes. Don't worry, you'll get it. What? I need y'all to understand too. Emma, she's giving you Tracy Flick vibes, okay, from election. She's got the curly blonde hair and like a headband and a sweater over a button down and skirts. It's like very- Don't forget about the bang. Don't You're forget right. about the bang. And it's not You're one right. of those like, uh, you know, uh, Nicki Minaj bang. It's a bump. It's like it's, <laughs> there's a little bump to it, a little curl to it. Yes. So, ooh, whenever I see a little curl bang, I, mm, you can't trust, you can't trust, you know something bad is happening. <laughs> something Be something awful is about to go down. Because of the work they put into the bang? Yes, because the bang should be flat. So when you have to curl the bang, that means the bang is too long. Okay. But you don't, okay. you, but you don't have the self-awareness to be like, I should just cut the bang. <laughs> Are you growing the bang out or not? Like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. You know what? I, it, I was watching it the whole time, and I just, I just wanted. I kept using scissors to snip the bang <laughs> on the screen. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna add this to the list of lifetime movie rules. Okay, <laughs> if the bang is too long, something bad's about to happen. That's what I love. It's like the rules of culture. Okay, we're gonna say yeah. lifetime rules. If the bang is too long, so you evil, you evil, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know what? That is proven to be true because when she gets home. You know, Robert is like doing online teaching and the little baby, he's like in his little playpen and then he kind of crawls out. Like she makes it so that he can crawl out. Yeah. And she just watches, honey, as that little baby crawls towards the swimming pool. She just lets it have it. I said, again, she started with a damn dog and now she's going to baby. I mean, we're not even 30 minutes in. They're really laying it on thick. It was like, okay, I think she's a little off. It's like, boom, oh no, she's a stone cold murderer. That's what she cold. is. And oh God, thank God Aunt Angela comes just in time. No! Kate! Robert! Oh my God. Kate! What is the matter with you? You were supposed to be watching him. I was watching him. I don't know what happened. The door was closed. No, it was not closed. Jesus, do you realize what could have just happened? Okay, let's just calm down. Are you okay there? No, no, no. I'm not going to calm down. Uh, Angela is not wrong. And he's like, he's fine. Which to me felt just like a man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when they do something, but in the end it's okay. So then they're like, well, it's okay. Right? Like if it ends up fine, then it's not a problem. Yeah, because he's like, but did he die? He didn't die. He's fine. You're good. Yeah, no thanks to you, sir. But yeah, go off, King. Go off with your little online class. We almost lost our son, but no problems. Oh, God. But that is, uh, Angela walks inside with the baby, though. Here's something that I thought was so, it made me laugh, though. Mm -hmm. Robert looks down and he notices a Cheerio on the ground. And basically, the implication that, you know, Emma used those Cheerios to lure the baby out. I said, this is Chekhov's Cheerio. I am dead over a Cheerio as evidence. But great commercial for Cheerios. <laughs> just great. The kids love it. I mean, they'll just, they'll almost go into a pool and, and drown off of the Cheerio. So I love that for them. They're dying for Cheerios. Dying for Cheerios. That is the line. Make that merch. Make it merch, Naomi, please. Then they sit down to family dinner and Robert's, you know, made a nice meal for them. But then they go to eat it and it's salty, salty, salty. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, mm. where is this? I'm so sorry. Oh. Well, I don't know what happened. This is really salty. Oh. Emma, don't eat that. 
And that's because sweet little Emma done poured salt all up in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she can't even let everybody have a nice meal. I thought, do you have to ruin all of it? Yeah. All of it? And it was weird that she was like, can I order Chinese food? It's like, <laughs> oh, don't throw Chinese food in the equation with your, with your badass. Uh-uh. <laughs> you order pizza like all the rest of the bad kids. <laughs> Oh, God. So the next day they're at school and it's basically Emma, her frenemy, Steph, and then a third girl who we never really learned the name of. She's just there to kind of fill out the group. Yeah. And because, and this is the thing, Stephanie is such a good person. They see the new girl, Kat, sitting by herself and Steph is like, should we like invite her to sit with us or whatever? You're too nice, Steph. I'll do it. It's funny because it's almost like Emma's like, oh, is that what nice people do? Yeah. You know? Fake. Fake, fake, fake. Fake. And then she goes up to Kat and Kat is like, no. (laughs) And then she's like, do you recognize me? And Emma's like, no. And she's like, well. You know, there's like a very just like a salty, rude moment that I thought was so funny. If you want, you can like sit with us. No, thanks. Seriously? You don't recognize me, do you? Should I? I hate, I, I hate when people do that, like, you don't remember me? Well, obviously, we're, we weren't that close. Right, right. And it, it could have been some years. Like, don't do that to me. We just had a pandemic. No. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? I know. Someone said, I saw someone recently where I was like, oh, yeah, you know my name. And he was like, I know we've met. And I go, honey, it's been a pandemic since I seen you. I'm not assuming you know my name. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't assume just because I recognize you, you remember me, especially with a mask on. Because you know I stay right. in my mask. <laughs> True. So It's your brand now. It's your brand. Thank you so much. I'm not mm-hmm. afraid. No. Well, you are. You are. Well, yeah, yeah. That's actually true. Yes, yes, yes. Fear is my brand. <laughs> Fear is my brand. <laughs> so while that's all happening at school, Robert is at home putting away laundry. We love a Mr. Mom moment. And when he's putting stuff in Emma's drawer, he sees the hunting knife that he was looking for. Because he says earlier, he's like, I can't find this hunting knife. You know, it was like a, it was a gift. It was very nice. Hey, before I forget, have either of you seen my camping knife? You know, the black one with the carved handle? We'll keep an eye out. Gracias, princesa. And then when Emma gets home, Angela and Robert sit her down because they have some good news. Listen to this. Did you want to tell her or do you want me to tell her? No, you tell her. Robert called in a few favors. Got you accepted to St. Crispin's for your junior and senior year. I'm doing so well here, though. Well, then you'll probably do really good there. Yeah. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, this is incredible. Thank you, Robert. Okay. Now, Emma says, sounds great. Can't wait. Why does no one see that she's a repressed teen dressing like a Stepford wife? She's too goody two-shoes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it looks like she has a uniform on when it's obviously like, you know, pick your own fighter uh, or choose your own <laughs> fighter situation at school. Like you could what, do whatever, wear whatever. And she really looked like she was going to like a Catholic school. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, well, I seem like you would like a boarding school since you love to dress in uniform. Yeah, it was very odd. But it is also kind of rude because, you know, you know, she's trying to be dance team captain. And, and again, I said, I'm like, OK, Robert, you sent her away because she took a knife. Yes, she is a liar. Yes, she is rude. Yes, she doesn't respect you. OK, honestly, now he should just send her away. 
I'm like, I'm like, Naomi, you I know, want I just more? keep coming up with reasons. It's like you, she has to kill you before you realize, yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. she should go to boarding school. Uh, so then Emma's like, it's fine. And then she goes into her room. She screams into a pillow and then she composes herself. And then at night she has dreams like of when she was younger, when she was a brunette who was a murderer. And you're like, well, you're also now a blonde who's a murderer. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, part of that whole like blonde schoolgirl thing, she's like, I'm a new person. I'm a good person now. She's trying to actually train herself into thinking that she is a good person. Yes, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I, I, I felt like it was actually her believing like, I am good. Like, I, what do you mean? Like, I am doing the right thing. Like, I'm friendly. I'm being nice to people. Yeah. I'm, I'm in this. I want to be in this dance situation which is like <laughs> i don't really know that many killers that are dancing it just doesn't feel like it it doesn't pair well a one two step doesn't go with a stab stab you know <laughs> let me see you one two stab one step <laughs> um, one two stab <laughs> the next day at school cat does come and join them at their table and you know this is where i just felt like cat was hot topic it was a hot topic energy just with her little like kind of like t-shirt that's like probably got a skeleton on it or something and then she pulls out right wasn't it rolling papers and a baggie of weed yeah it was weed or i was like is it a cigarette but no but later on we find out it's weed she smokes weed but i was i was it i was taken back i was taken back by the just the rolling of the paper or at the cafeteria in the cafeteria right (laughs) come on have some have some manners go to the bathroom do it in a stall like a good girl so, where'd you transfer from? St. Albans. Oh my god, so you two like know each other? Ish. I went by Katie back then. You should have said something. You think you're smart? Would have figured it out eventually. Or not. So, wait, you knew that kid who drowned? And that teacher? Yeah. Oh. Okay, wow. We learned there was a drowning. A teacher died. Emma's dad died. And then also, for some reason, Stephanie thought she would invite Kat to a sleepover. Wasn't that crazy? That was crazy to me. Baby girl, Steph, that, that's when I was like, okay, it's clear that you're, you're one of those. You're one of those. The, you know when you have that friend that's like, it's not all, they're not all there. You're like, oh, well, you know, that's just, uh, that's just Steph. She was definitely giving those vibes. Because it's like, it doesn't seem like this girl likes us. And then she <laughs> comes to like, Pull Emma's card. Like, I know where you, I, I know what you did. I know mm-hmm. where you're from. I know you, you know? And she's like, well, yeah, just come over. No, I don't even, I don't know you from Adam, but right. like, come to my house. Come through. I mean, I cannot, like, you do not invite a random to spend the night no. at your home. If you were having maybe a party that's a big group, or if you're having like, you know, come to get food with us after school, but you let a random in your home overnight? Now I have this question. This is this might be silly, but is it, it was Cat also giving biracial vibes? Because it could have been like, sis, sis, come on, <laughs> come on, by sis. I know what you're going through. You just need a hug. Come, come to the sleepover. No, no, no. Cat was giving us full <laughs> caucasity. Okay, she was full <laughs> caucasity. I got ca- Caucasian with a perm. Then Caucasian with a perm. <laughs> that night, the family's like cooking together. Angela, Robert. Emma, you think, oh, what a sweet moment. Then Angela leaves to check on the baby and Robert gets a phone call. And so while that's happening, Emma pours oil into this pan where steaks are cooking and pretty much like causes a grease fire. 
Robert? Come on! Robert! The fire extinguisher, it's under the sink. But why does she keep ruining meals specifically? Like to me, it's like that, it's like what, so every, you just like wanna keep ordering food or you're trying to be like, look Robert, you don't know how to cook. She's just trying to cause fights between them, but there are mm -hmm. other ways to do it besides ruining dinner. Cause honestly, I would get to a point where I'm like, God damn it. Cause here's the thing too, he's like, I left Emma to watch it. Emma's like 15 years old. I thought you were supposed to be watching it. I was watching it. I don't know what happened. I left it with Emma. I had to go to the bathroom. It was gone for two seconds. Is it my fault? Well, then whose fault is it? Okay. Quiet, please. Both of you. Should we do takeout again? Takeout's fine. She should be able to not cause a fire, though. But it's also like Robert's tapping is so busy. It's dinner time. What are you getting phone calls right now? What is the phone call for? The next day we see Emma in her bedroom in Zoom therapy. And again, this felt, you know, very personal, very relatable. Zoom therapy. However, I do not think her therapist is good. I need you, no. to, I need you to listen to this. Robert wants me out of the house. And why did he want that? Did you behave in such a way that might have precipitated his decision? Did your action cause a reaction? Maybe. So, you created a problem, and what is the proper response to a problem of our own making? Solving it. And you are good at solving problems, aren't you? Hmm. Yes, I'm very good at solving problems. She assumes Emma's the problem, which isn't wrong, but also very combative. Do you wanna know how she plans to solve the problem? Like that's therapy. I wanted to know, like, did she already, could she, did she already diagnose her as a sociopath or, cause it was funny when she first started, she's like, well, I'm gonna get paid whether you talk or not. Right, relatable. And I said, I said, tell her, tell her. She's like, cause, cause we could just sit here. <laughs> Whatever you wanna do, it's up to you, babe. The ball is in your court. <laughs> and then I, it felt like she was kind of like egging her on like, you're going to make this, you're going to, you're going to fix this. However you fix things. And I feel like she, she knows that she's a psychopath. But then she, she seems to be encouraging her to just be a psychopath. Like she keeps mm -hmm. encouraging her to just, she's like, you're You're good at solving problems. You'll figure it out. Well, therapists be bored too. Let's just, let's just get to it. Like they're hearing problems all the time. And so they want to do some little spicy stuff. They want to get it zest so that the next, you know, session they're alive again, you know? Okay. So you think Dr. March is just messy, just a messy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. She wants the drama. She wants, she like wants to have to talk to the police. Absolutely. You know? Okay. I, oh, she, I could see her now just like, just ready to spill everything. Well, I, I knew that I could tell in the first session that something has happened, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's working on a book. She's writing mm -hmm. a book about mm -hmm. Emma. Okay, okay, well, God. I just felt like, Dr. March, are you accredited? I don't think you have a degree. I don't like the way you're doing your job. So after that, Emma goes to her mirror and she like practices apologizing to Robert. Robert. I wanted to apologize. Uncle Robert, I just wanted to apologize. So then she goes to the garage where he's like working on this vintage car he loves and she apologizes and acts like she appreciates him and it's like, it's just, I guess sometimes something gets in my head and 
maybe I'll do something I shouldn't have. I understand. Maybe this is good for us. Huh? Maybe we can start over. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe St. Crispin's will be good for me. Really? Yeah. 90% of their grads go Ivy. I want to go Ivy, so I'd say those are pretty good odds. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, it's kind of like the kiss of death. Like, you know how yeah. when you're, when like a murderer is about to do something bad and they like have this like nice moment with a person, it's like, mm, you did, man. Yep. Absolutely. And what happened that night? Robert's working on his car. He's under the car, you know, working down under. When Emma turns off the garage lights and she pretty much like whatever's got the car propped up so he can work under it. She unhooks that or whatever and the car falls on him. She whistles, honey, as she walks away. She whistles. I'm going to tell you this is my nightmare. This is why I would never, ever work on a vehicle. Whenever I see someone under a car in a movie, in a TV show, in life, like, I'm like, how can it's the car will fall on your face and you will die. Why? Why do you why don't you just take it? Take it to the shop. Why does everybody want to? Oh, you know, I'm independent. I could do it myself. It's like, no, 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 no. Stop trying to be a man <laughs> and go and take it down to Carl's car shop and get, let them fix it. What's wrong with you? But then. OK, but wait, this is this is what really like got me going is the whistling. The yes. whistling was like she wanted. She thought he was going to be dead. So she just wanted to let him know that, like, it was me, babe. It was me. Yes, 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 yes. But, like, she thought he was going to be dead because I was like, oh, my God. It falls, and it looks like it's kind of fallen on his legs. So then I was like, oh, my God, he's not going to have any legs. He's not going to have any legs. It's a whole car. But the best part about this, you know, by best part, I mean worst part, is that she does this on her way to Stephanie's sleepover. So she's headed to a sleepover. She's like, let me kill somebody right quick. Then I'm going to walk down the street to the sleepover. Well, you have to say the girl had a stacked schedule, okay? (laughs) That eye calendar packed, babe, with murder, friendship, (laughs) dinner. I mean, she's doing more than I can can bear, to be honest. Okay, so she is really a (laughs) high-functioning high school student. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, you're right, you're right. Maybe, Maybe this is the feminism we're talking about. You know, Emma is someone who truly does it all. And that's beautiful to see. I'm proud of myself. I really turned that around. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I can't say anything nice and look at me. Wow. See? A fake bitch. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, at Stephanie's house, the the gals are all gathered and Kat shows up with joints for everybody. (laughs) And I just need to know how Kat, first of all, that's very expensive. To bring that many joints, right? I mean, I don't buy weed, but I mean, that can't be cheap, especially if you're a high school student. Kat, how old are you? Because she was given, she was given like she was on her way to college. She just, it didn't seem like she was the same age as the other girls. Because <laughs> I, so I had, I had questions. I was like, Kat, are you 21? <laughs> don't lie to me now. Kat is catfishing. That's what she's doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Anyone want to play a game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So then they start playing Never Have I Ever, and Kat really, you know, as you said, what, she's pulling her card? She just goes, Never Have mm-hmm. I Ever Killed Anyone. And then Emma smokes, and she's like, and everyone's like, what? Who did you kill? My mom. Whenever I was born. Oh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I mean. What do you think I meant? Do you think I've actually killed someone? I'm not a psycho. <laughs> That is a crazy thing to say. But also, great bit. It's a great, I mean, that's the, the misdirect. I love that. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like it would work on stage, no? <laughs> no, no. Maybe at an open mic. Okay, sorry. That, y'all, can, y'all can scratch that. I was, I was working, working okay. through it. I said yep. maybe, yep. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, you know, they're having their little smokers game and then, Stephanie's mom comes in and is like, what the hell? But also, Emma, you got to come to the hospital. So it's like a really, mm-hmm. she's like, and it was so funny because she's like, I'm going to deal with you later, Stephanie. Emma, we got to go. And she was like, pass, pass that blunt. Okay, <laughs> honey, I'm going to need, need some weed because I am stressed. <laughs> and they get to the hospital. Uncle Robert is in a coma. And Emma is like trying to be the perfect daughter, taking care of Aunt Angela at home. She's like, don't worry. I, you know, I'll take care of you. I can help you. We're gonna make it through this, alright? Cause we're grossmans. That's what we do. We rise above and make it work. That's right. And in the hospital, Robert wakes up and he's like intubated, right? So he can't talk. And Angela's like, what do you need? And he's like, I wanna write. And so he writes down Emma's name with a question mark. And dumb on Angela thinks that he was asking if Emma was okay. And you're the first person he asked about when he came to. What did he say? He asked if you were all right. He loves you, honey bear. I said, why the hell would he be asking about Emma's crazy ass? Yeah. She was like, he wanted to know if you were fine. That was his first thought. No, it wasn't. No. Oh, Lord. And after that, we're on the playground. The cold open we saw in the beginning. Emma Mm -hmm. in the park. Okay. Then Emma gets to school. And their friends talk about how Stephanie's dog was stolen and killed. I will not play the description of that. We don't need it. We don't want it. Keep it. We don't. Okay. But what we know is that this is the night that everyone is supposed to vote on the dance captain. And again, this is where Emma, I felt like, babe, this plan was actually not smart because all you've done is engender sympathy. I'd vote for the girl whose dog was murdered in a heartbeat. That's that's a hands down like a great way to win a death in the family, right. a death, a death. Like anybody who dies is like, well, you got to give it to them. You right. Got to. But basically, what she I think what she what was what she thought would happen is because Stephanie was not at practice, she wouldn't be able to run for captain. But of course, the teacher is like, Stephanie should be able to run for captain, even though she's not here, which. Yeah, that makes sense. Someone being like absent due to dog murder should not disqualify them from anything. So then Emma, she's like, I'm still going to run it. She gets up and she gives a little speech about why she should be captain. Um, I've been dancing with you girls for the past couple of years now. And I just feel like we have so much fun together. I just really want to make sure that we make good memories together. Because I want to be able to look back on them whenever all old and gray, I guess. <laughs> and be able to say, damn dance team was really sick and I just like I said I just really want to keep on making great memories with you guys 
I love you all. And I don't know, I guess that's my speech. Please vote for me as dance captain. What? Girl, it's clear that it wasn't pre-written. <laughs> that was off the cu- that was off the cuff, okay? And sh- not not the wittiest. Not the I wittiest. I mean, for something we saw her practicing in the damn mirror. I thought it was gonna be better. I thought it was gonna be like be mm-hmm. dynamic. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was a flop. It definitely was a flop. And it was like, girl, you need to rework that. There was like so many things. Like you started off top weird, and then you ended weird. <laughs> and she it was dragging. It was dragging. It was like okay, cut it here. And then she just kept going. And it was like okay, babe. You did not win this yeah. over. Not, not one No, bit. I was like, okay. I was like, Emma, like, like, you've been practicing so hard how to be a good person. You never learned how to tell a joke. Like, I, I wanted no. her to have a joke book or something. Come up with some knock knocks or something. Delivery was giving, you know, open mic. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Emma gets home and it's like raining outside. She comes in with an attitude. So you know it didn't go well, okay? The rain tells you it didn't go well, let alone her attitude. Oh, Steph won. I am so happy for her. Emma, do you want to talk about it? No. No, I don't. Sorry. Excuse me. Emma. She finds out that not only is Robert, he's going to come home from the hospital in a week, but the boarding school that they still want her to go to, um, someone is going to come and interview her. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a bad one, okay? Robert's not dead. They still want her to go to boarding school. And Stephanie is dance captain. Okay? She is like shaking. She's so mad. And then at one point she like puts a plastic bag on her head and like tries to asphyxiate herself. I mean. It was giving oddball. I just didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know. I was like, where the hell did she learn this from? I know. I know. It was just like, it, she just, is there like BDSM tapes lying around the house? Like what's going on here? Oh my God. You know what? Honestly, this moment where she asphyxiated herself, I had to take a break, which means we now need to take a break in real life because I have got to collect myself. Because I said, okay, this is a whole other level. And then so how come Angela and Robert don't notice this? Okay, we're taking a break. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we back and I'm still mad because it don't make no kind of sense that she up here asphyxiating herself with plastic bags in her bedroom that looks like she's a golden girl. That, that room... I mean, did you see how like neatly everything was like the pencils were lined up, the post-its were lined up. It was all like cream and taupe and beige. She had pink in there too. And I just didn't, I just didn't, the way she dressed in her room just didn't match. Oh, really? The way she dressed, it was very rigid, Mm -hmm. but the room felt like bright, like a really girly girl, like a girl that might have dolls. But it was so, but it was so freakishly neat. Like, that's the rigidity. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
it's not even like she had like, you know, like a pile of books or like paper, you know, homework strewn. It was just like, this is where I sit and I work to be normal and I'm going to practice a speech that sounds like a eulogy. Like, it was just, she couldn't do it. Yeah. So next thing we see, though, obviously a week has passed because Robert is coming in. He's in a, um, he's in a wheelchair. He's, uh, it's giving misery. It's giving misery vibes. Okay. And he's like wheeled in and then put on a hospital bed that they like put in his office, which I was like, so funny. They're like, we turned your office into a hospital. You're never going to work again. And Robert is like nice to Emma. Do you remember what happened? No. Not just black. I don't think I believe him. And there's a nurse who's going to come take care of him. And she's talking about how, like, you know, because there's a teenager in the house, I'm going to lock up the pain pills. Meanwhile, Emma's around the corner <laughs> listening to all of that, like, seeing where the keys are, seeing the takeoff. I was like, oh, no. I know. Why? I know. Why? I know. But I just don't understand why Robert was being so coy about it. It's just like, I would, I would look at Emma and be like, girl, like... <laughs> I know, I know what you did. But see, my thing is, no, don't tell her. You need to talk to Angela. It's got to be like, Angela, can you come in here? Can we have a conversation? She dropped the car on me and she was whistling while she worked like a goddamn dwarf. Okay? Mm -hmm. She was out here, mm -hmm. one of the seven dwarves. And I just felt like, you didn't tell Angela? He knows that Angela, she, ain't, she not going to get it. She's like, no, not our Emma. <laughs> Emma would never. Like, it, I feel like it was him talking to a wall if he tried to tell Angela. But he already got Angela on board with sending her away. Like, I felt like Angela was like, this is my family. My son named Cade and my, like, I don't know, Espanol file husband. I don't know how, what you call him. Well, I think, I think she was like, yeah, it would be nice for her to go to boarding school because then we would have more time together. But I don't think she necessarily was like, oh, Emma needs to go to boarding school because she's not a good kid. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 You yeah, know? yeah. 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 Okay. You're right. You're right. That makes sense. But you know who's not playing coy? Cat. Because Emma's Ooh. in. Emma's in the hallway. Cat comes up to her, and listen, it is. So it's what now? Six. Six what? Six unfortunate coincidences. But the last one didn't really work out the way you wanted it to, did it? Steph still beat you. I know all about you. <laughs> Do tell. Where should I start? With the housekeeper falling down the stairs, Milo drowning, Mrs. Ellis's car wreck, a babysitter burning to death, a dad getting shot, step-uncle getting crushed by a car, and now a dog getting chopped up in a park. Coincidences? Or a pattern? Stray cat has claws. You've been busy. If I've really been that busy, you might want to be careful. Or what? I'll tell everyone. Tell them what? The truth. Wow, 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 wow. Kat was just like, I know what you did last summer. I know all of you. I have all the information. And then Emma, I was really surprised how quickly she kind of just admitted it. Like, I thought she was going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Why are you crazy? And Emma was just like, you know, accidents happen to people, you know? And I thought, What? Yeah, but but she knew she knew she couldn't she couldn't fake it with Kat because like she could she's giving the way that Kat's giving is like it is what it is. And I know I know what's really good. And like you're not going to 
you're not going to charm me. You just can't. Right. Right, 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 right. Cat is iron deficient. Like she's she don't have time for this. Right. 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 <laughs> she's going she's going to go she's going to go toe to toe with this image, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Cat is like, trying to be the bigger person. She's like, I feel bad for you. You'll always be alone. You know, and then Emma's like, at least I won't be you. And then Cat slaps Emma. I feel bad for you. You'll always be alone. Maybe. At least I won't be you, kitty cat. Hey! <sighs> I was here for it. I know, me too. I was like, oh, somebody just slapped her. If somebody had slapped her mm-hmm. years ago, maybe we would be in a situation. Right. Like the boy, Nathan, who likes Emma, he like runs up, he sees it, and is like, oh my God, how could you do that? And then a teacher comes out, and Emma immediately starts like crying. And, I, and this is what I mean. I was like, "This is this, this is, is triggering, triggering for me." This to is watch. I was like, white. Oh, this oh. is white women tears. She is mm-hmm. she is weaponizing her tears. And I felt like, see, this is this is what this is. This movie is a lesson. It's a lesson in the manipulation. Okay. I was my blood was boiling because one, she was good. <laughs> she was good. And then it it felt very sincere, and yep. I was like, ah. Oh. I just don't have it in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because maybe because my antidepressants are very strong and I just can't put on cry, like tears right away. But <laughs> I was jealous. I was definitely jealous. Oh, my gosh. But then it was funny. It's like she was sent to the nurse's office to like take it easy. Like, And I thought, mm-hmm. well, she was just slapped. She'll be fine. It's not like she was punched where something was broken yeah. or swollen or, you know. So I didn't understand why she was supposed to take it easy. Um... <laughs> But then the nurse leaves and Emma gets up and starts looking around and then she takes the key to the nurse's medicine cabinet, which gives her access to all of the medicine for the students in school. Okay, so she's up to something here, but we don't know what just yet. So then Emma gets home and she tells Aunt Angela like, this girl hit me and she's been saying bad things, you know, like about her past and it's like all the people she'd have murdered. Smart. That was smart of her. (laughs) You got to get ahead of it. You got to get ahead of it. You can't like wait for Aunt Angela to find out from school, you know? Mm -mm. So then Aunt Angela's at work and she's calling the school and she's like, I want to speak to Kat's parents. And then she also asks, you know, how Steph is doing about, you know, after the murder of her dog. And then Steph's mom is like, they still haven't figured out who did this. No, no. A jogger saw someone walking the dog. We got a little on our security cam, but nothing determinate. Who does something like that? Who would kill an innocent animal? Harold thinks I'm crazy, but I could have sworn that it was a young woman in that footage. I love security cam footage. This is what we need. Lifetime movies need footage. And when you have a house that big, you do need security. You do. All right? We also find out that Emma is backup Dan's captain. Okay? So in class, Emma sends Stephanie a file. And it's like a strobe light, which causes Stephanie to have a seizure. So obviously Ooh. Stephanie, is, we didn't even know her ass had epilepsy. Had no clue. We didn't even know what was happening. She was not given epilepsy uh, vibes at all. You got no sense of it. And now it's like, no. okay, so you just made her seize up. And then they're like, we need to get her medicine. I was just, Stephanie Lofford's had a seizure. Her medazolam is missing. I've called 911 and they're on their way. So we know for sure Emma used that key to get access to the students' medicine at the school. Students include Stephanie. She was like, okay, if I want to hurt Steph, I need to make it so that not only does she have a seizure, but she can't get the medication she needs. 
So it's like the the level of planning she does, and again, she can only get away with this because she's a blonde girl who dresses like a nun. Okay? Mm. Mm, I was, again, that was another moment where I was just, oh, I was, I was ready to hit something. I was ready. I wanted to scream into the pillow. I know. <laughs> I wanted to scream into the pillow. I was so mad. <laughs> I could not believe it. And then the paramedics come, Steph is wheeled out of a stretcher. And then Aunt Angela, she's back at work looking at the security footage of the dog murder. And it's Emma. You, you see Emma. And you don't and and you don't think that Steph mom like kind of was like, I just wonder who this young girl is. And it's like, babe, you know. Yeah. But you're like, I'm I have to be sly about this. So you think that's what it was? That she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna just give you the footage and let you come yep. to the conclusion. Yep. Yep. Okay. Cause because coming to her and accusing. Then she's gonna be her guard is already gonna be up. But like, right. <gasps> what? True, Not right. my Emma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. so she she was smart. Yep, 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 yep. All hell, black mom. She, <laughs> there you go. She did what she needed to do. I know. So while Steph's getting wheeled out, you know, Cat is staring at Emma, and it's just like she knows everything. Yeah. But then at home, Aunt Angela confronts Emma, asking for the truth. Listen to this. Did you do something to your friend Stephanie? She had a seizure. How could that have been my fault? Her dog? That wasn't me. Emma, I saw you. I saw you no, on the ring door didn't. tent. I did, Emma. This is your sweater. No! Stop God. lying to me! Tell me the truth! Okay, Emma, tell me! God, okay, I'm sorry! Alright, God, that. I let her dog out, okay? I just, I wanted to be dance captain so bad. Stephanie, she just she makes me so angry. So I just I thought I wanted to hurt her and I let her dog out. Okay, now, it is funny that Emma was out here murdering and didn't even, like, change clothes. I would have put on a wig. I would have put on some glasses. Do something so that people don't know it's obviously you. She said, for what? All you need is a black hoodie, honey. That's it. <laughs> a black hoodie, and y'all think that I'm c clearly not this young white girl. I I'm right. somebody else now. I'm a dude. Right, right. But then she, like, makes up a story. She's like, I let the dog out because I was, like, mad at Steph. But I swear I didn't hurt the dog. And it's like, Ugh. Emma. Emma. Uh, but that was, I mean, it was a good lie. Because it could see, I mean, it felt, it felt real. I was like, yeah. Yeah. But then if that's the case, I need to see local news footage of like dog murderer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if, if you think somebody right. is like a totally different person is just out here attacking, you know, like lost dogs. It's like, okay, the whole neighborhood needs to be on lockdown. <laughs> this doesn't make any and, sense. And more dogs need to be dead. Exactly. Period. Exactly. If I mean, if you really want to go with that case, right? You know? Right. And then I could take it. Stephanie died. I was. I just couldn't believe that. I was like, wait, <laughs> hold on. How do we jump so like, far? <laughs> like I thought that that Stephanie was just going to be out for yes, a little bit, she like was out. for a couple of weeks. They said no. Steph gotta die. She gotta die. I said, good Lord, leave it a vigil. Cat lighting a candle. I mean, this was just no one is safe. I mean, it makes sense, though. It, it just feels like her wrath is so, it's so heavy and so deadly that, like, why would she leave anybody alive, you know? Right, but it's like, especially Stephanie, the person who invites sketchy Hot Topic randoms to their house for sleepovers, Stephanie would have never thought Emma did anything. She, like, Stephanie would have never been like, Emma, you hurt me. You so know? It was like, Steph, actually, Steph did need to die. We, we no, she could have stayed alive because she would have been good. Cup. She could have been a good beard for Emma. 
No, you bringing randoms to the crib? You gotta go. You got You're bad for the group. You're bad. You're not good. You're gonna bring. You're gonna bring a murderer in the circle, aka Emma. <laughs> oh God. So back at the house, the nurse is taking Robert outside for some air. You know, he just he just like wants a little freshy because he's stuck in that bed. And then sh- the, you hear something break. And it is the glass cabinet that's supposed to be locked where all the pills are. And the nurse is like, you know, can you bring him inside in a little bit? Let me just clean up first. And then Robert's like, it's cold. I would like to go back inside. And Emma is fully ignoring him. She is, quote unquote, on the phone with Nathan. And it's like, no, you're not. No one's talking to you. (laughs) Emma, I want to get inside and warm up. Take my meds. Can you help me in there? Whatever. Emma? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's nothing. Yeah. Ignore that. Emma. Hmm. Yeah, no, no. And Robert is like so mad, he tries to pretty much like move himself. He's basically like, I'm gonna move himself. And then he starts the nurse hears him yelling and comes out to help. So it's like Emma does not care. I thought she was going to push his ass in the pool. I, I thought so, too. I was like, oh, my God. If she throws him into the pool, I know. I, I'm going I'm turning the whole laptop off. I'm off. <laughs> I can't watch no more. Oh, but you did. You stayed watching. Oh, Little yeah. did you know. Good. Little did good. you know. They, was, I, they were giving me what I needed to see. I mean... While this is happening, though, Aunt Angela's like on her computer looking up antisocial personality disorder, mm-hmm. which, you know, for a doctor, I wish she had really come to this sooner. I'm like, you're supposed to be smart. You're a medical professional. I don't know why it's taking you like 10 years to figure this out. That's what I'm telling you. She just, it's, her elevator don't go to the fifth floor. It's like, it's like, she's, she's, she's got an elevator. It don't work. She's using the stairs, but then she's tired. Like she's not really making any sense. Okay. Sid, I love that metaphor. Her elevator doesn't go to the fifth floor is the best Mm -hmm. thing I've ever heard. (laughs) It really gets me. Love. And so as she's looking it up, you know, we see Cersei's words on the screen, like, you know, pathological lying, superficial charm, violence towards animals. It's like, ding, 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 ding. Then, you know, Robert's in the house and Emma starts whistling. And now Robert's memory is triggered. So it turns out he wasn't really lying at first. He truly like didn't remember. And then the whistling triggers him. Okay. And then they're back inside and he like grabs Emma and reveals he knows. Listen to this. You fool so many. But not me. Not anymore. What are you talking about? I remember everything. I know it was you. What are you going to do about it? This is what I'm going to do. I love my wife and she loves you. So hurting you hurts her and I don't want that. Not after what happened to her brother. So... I am going to get better. And I'm not going to say anything. In exchange for what? You will go to boarding school and leave the baby and us alone. What are you going to do about it? See, and this is what I said. Don't tell her. You know, you can't. His thing. You, you 
are James Kahn. She is Kathy Bates. You, she got you. You can't move. You're in a misery situation. So you. But can't. he's a man. He's a man. He's like, no, 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 no. I, yeah, my legs don't work, but I got everything else. I got this. Yeah, but you've already been damn near murdered by a 15-year-old. Yeah. You're no match. You're no match. <laughs> it's wild. And he, but then he's basically like, I won't tell anybody if you just go to boarding school. And wait, wait, what kind of bribe is that, sir? I can kill you. Exactly. If you know, if you know what I could do, have you seen my track record? <laughs> and you're gonna tell me to go to boarding school? Let me murder your ass. Like that would make me want to kill you even more. <laughs> So then, of course, she's like, no. And he's like, fine, then I'll tell the truth and you'll be all alone. You know? And it's just so interesting because this idea of being left alone when you're someone who doesn't like people anyway and doesn't care about people, like, it's an interesting, like, it obviously makes her nervous and that's what she's trying to protect. But at the same time, she don't right. like people. So I'm like, if I was her, I would want to be left alone. Like, the ideal scenario for her is, like, everyone dies, Aunt Angela leaves her everything in the will and she just, like, lives by herself in this mansion. No, but then she, I think for her, she needs people around to murder. She, everybody got to go. That's fun for her. That's her activity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She's got to have some manipulation. Mm-hmm. After telling Robert, you know, she's not going to learn Spanish. She speaks French. Well, she speaks to him in Spanish. <laughs> she says. Comprende? Tío, entiendo claramente. Que bueno que tuvimos esta conversación. I understand. Thanks for the conversation. I said, okay. Okay, Duolingo murderer. She's obviously learning it all. I was impressed. I was like, <laughs> you, know, you know French and Spanish and you kill? She checks all the boxes. Honey, she can murder you anywhere in Europe. Okay? Mm -hmm. Anywhere. <laughs> she gonna get you all over. She about to go backpacking and murdering. That's her plan when she graduates. Um... Emma goes to Aunt Angela's computer and she sees the search for antisocial personality disorder and is like, uh-oh. So then she goes on, she goes and takes a test to see if she's a, so, a psychopath. And, you know, they're asking you, like, do, strongly agree or disagree. And you're seeing the words flash. And so, of course, she's like, no, I don't like people. Yes, I like to manipulate. And then at the end, it says, congratulations, you're a psychopath. And, like, confetti comes on the screen. <laughs> So she's getting rewarded for being a psychopath, pretty much. Congratulations. It's like when someone says congratulations in a text on the iPhone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay. And so then the next day, Aunt Angela brings a teddy bear to Robert, which, you know, has a nanny cam in it. So you're getting this, okay, finally, Aunt Angela's like putting it together. She's not Let's, trusting. Yeah, like finally, fine. she's making sense. Finally. finally. And then she says she's like going to go visit an old family friend. And, like, make sure that, like, the, ca the camera and the teddy bear's working before she leaves. Then, so she goes to meet the, this guy, this older man named Brian, who, uh, who knew Emma's dad. And we see, like, kind of this flashback of young Emma in the bathtub. It's been eating at me. What happened? What I had to do? Stop right there, David! I will not let you hurt that girl. <laughs> I want to move on, too. You ask away anything you need to know. So basically, that's what happened. So basically, okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, Brian is the one who killed Dad, but he's like, mm -hmm. I did it to protect Emma. Mm -hmm. And Angela's like, well, you know, was he crazy? Basically, was my brother crazy? Is that why he was trying to kill his daughter? And then Brian says this. Well, he was obviously unwell, but but 
One thing stood out. Something he said I'll never be able to forget. What? He said, there's something wrong with her. I need to protect her from herself. And that's it. What if I told you he also said that she would do it again? Do you know what that might mean? No. Okay. Okay. She might do what again? What do you mean? Yeah. So then we cut to like Emma's, <laughs> there's like thunder and lightning. Emma's standing at the window like a creeper. And she immediately like turns the bear around because she knows it's a camera because it's very ugly and dumb. And it's like, Angela, you got to be sly, honey, because this bear don't make no sense. First of all, he a grown ass man. And so <laughs> you know, and you also got a bear that's like ugly and doesn't look normal. So, yeah, like where we where are we putting this bear? We're not putting it on the bed. It doesn't really go with the vibe. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I'm like, you should have put a mm -hmm. camera like in a book or something. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like something yeah. that was a little more. Anyway. So Emma's ignoring Aunt Angela, but instead she calls Kat. And she's like, what do you want, Emma? Hi, Kat. I didn't think you'd pick up. Well, I did. I just kind of need someone to talk to. Do you think you could come over? I, I really am a good person, deep down. Just can't go on like this. If you come over, I promise I'll tell you everything. Everything? Everything. Please. I just, I'm so tired of being alone. Cat, cat, why? Cat, you literally walked up. You said you know she done killed six. Now she up to seven with Stephanie. And you want to go to her house by yourself? Cat, you you're supposed smarter to than that. Thank you're you. smarter than that. Thank you. Thank you. Then after that, she like invites Nathan to come over. And so now I'm like, okay, she about to just kill him too just because? Like, I just kind of feel like, okay, why are you bringing Nathan into the mix? What did Nathan do? Thank you. But then she's like, you see Emma stirring hot chocolate. And I said, oh, God, is this because Nathan's brown? What is she yes, going to do? Yes, that's what I said. I was like, another biracial baddie. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait a minute, is she racist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's giving. Oh, my God. And so when Kat arrives, Emma gives the hot cocoa to her. And I'm like, don't drink a day. If I came to your house, you're like, hey, I want to talk to you. You show up with like an open beverage. I, I'm like, no. what? I didn't ask for it. I don't. I just got here. This is a little too, you know, convenient. Hot cocoa. What's the temperature? What, 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 what is it outside? Is it, is it freezing? If it's not, if it's 55 degrees, I don't want hot cocoa. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, my God. I could not believe Kat. So then Emma's like telling Kat, she's like, things been kind of crazy lately. How so? My uncle. My step-uncle, he wanted to send me to a boarding school. Thought I was going to do something to the baby. Did you? And then, of course, we see her laying out the Cheerios, okay? Check off Cheerios. She had a plan. And then Emma basically starts, like, monologuing, and we see Kat is sedated. So she obviously got some pills from the cabinet from when she broke the glass, I'm assuming. Put that in the cocoa. And was like, oh, no, those are just marshmallows. And then <laughs> Kat why are you? But why are you drinking the hot cocoa? Oh, no. You don't even like hot 
cocoa. Cat does not look like the type to be a hot cocoa girl. Exactly. She looks like a, a Dr. Pepper or something like that. Mountain Dew. You know? <laughs> yeah, I think she would. No, she's more like um, a monster energy drink. Mm-hmm. That too. Cat, that too. yeah, would be drinking monster. Out, out the can, no straw. Right, 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 right. <laughs> then we see a bunch of, obviously, the things we already know, basically, which is that she killed the dog. She took the medication so no one could help Stephanie. She dropped the car on Robert. And she tells Kat she's a psycho. Yeah. And she says it like real like, I'm a psycho. <laughs> That's fun to say. Too bad no one will ever hear that. Yeah, like the way you would say like, I'm an Aries. I'm a yeah. singer. Like, you know, it's like this is just like a fact about her. So Kat's sedated she and then emma calls the police and what does she do honey she starts crying oh my god please help me my name is emma grossman there's this girl she's insane i invited her over to come and i bought chocolate and she started a fire she's attacking me please help me <laughs> that was the sound of me getting away with it works every time and she deletes the phone recording cat had on her phone that basically, like, where she, like, basically names all the people she murdered. Delete, 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 delete. And then, basically, Kat, like, kind of uses her last show of strength to grab her pepper spray. But Emma stops her. Like, it's like, you know, Kat's, like, barely able to move. Mm-hmm. She passes out. And then we're back in Robert's room. And I also felt like, okay, Robert, did you know a random just came over with hot cocoa? Where you been, dude? What, I'm like, Robert, you know what you're dealing with. There's no sleeping. Exactly. You stay up. Head on a swivel. Eyes are always open. Always. Oh, always open. That's like, that's what we're doing here. We cannot sleep on this girl. Right. So in Robert's room, there's a baby monitor and he hears the baby crying. So he's like trying to get himself in his wheelchair so he can see what's going on. But we know the baby crying like is not Cade. Not real. Because Angela has the baby. So now we see Robert like pulling himself up the stairs, you know, like using his elbows. And... While that's happening, Emma is starting a grease fire, okay? And I just feel like if you're going to start a fire and blame it on this random person who's now upstairs, the fire has to start from upstairs. It has to. So I'm like- It's not really adding Is there going to be arson investigation? But instead, she just like puts a gasoline can in Kat's hands. (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. So Robert gets to the crib- and sees, obviously, that it's a, just a recording of crying. Turns around. Emma's in a dark corner, honey. Mm-hmm. And I said, it was a horror. It was a horror movie moment. She was like, Freddie and Jason all rolled into one. Heard that corner. And then Angela, she sees the house. Like, she's like, what is going on? Leaves the baby in the car. And she, like, Emma's walking out. And she's like. And Angela, Emma, what did you do? He was right about you. What are you talking about? Your dad. My brother, he loved you more than anything, but he was right. You're a monster. Fucking that. Tad just tried to kill us. Sire. What did you do to her? To Robert. What did you do? You see Emma look confused because she's like, oh no, she knows about me now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because initially Emma comes out and she thinks Aunt Angela's going to be like, my baby Emma. And Angela's like, you're a monster. What'd you do? I know everything. And so she gets up there, you know, Angela's like trying to, you know, find Robert. But of course, it's like, Angela can't carry Robert. She can't help him. So she just passes out alongside him, ultimately, smoke inhalation. And then 
Nathan arrives just in time to like console Emma while the fire trucks and police are arriving. And I just thought to myself, Nathan, y'all ain't even kissed yet. And she is a, there's a lot of drama in her life. Do you really want to be here for this? You're a teenager. He said, he said, I can handle this. this. I feel like he likes that type of girl. He don't want the boring, we're going to the library to do homework. He wants this, the fire. But like, as far as we knew, she was the boring, like, we're going to go to the library. I think he liked the little like virginal tenderness of Emma. Mm-mm. He could see right through <laughs> those bumped bangs that she was going to give the drama. Wow. Okay. Okay. Nathan knew. Nathan knew. The next thing we see is Emma. She's like being, she's pretty much like with child services, being interviewed by a social worker. And she's like, you know, we're going to find a place for you to, st- you know, a family for you. And she's like, can Kate and Knightley stay together? We'll do our best. He's the only family I have left. And as the movie ends, we see that look in Emma's eye, that antisocial personality disorder, yes, I'm a psychopath test passing look in her eye. And that is how the movie ends. But wait, hold on. So everybody did in the, in the house. Everybody did. Everybody did. No, and- no. They're, they're going to do the bad C3, and I bet you somebody lived. Somebody's coming back. There's no way everybody's dead. I mean, if they can get up somebody and stop the fire, but if at the very, like, they could all die of smoke inhalation because the thing is, Kat's passed out. So all she's doing is, like, breathing and smoking stuff. Like, she's not, I don't think Kat's coming back from that. Yeah. And I also don't know why Kat went to Emma's house in the first place. And, you know, that's the kind of thing where, I'm you so know. mad. Me I'm too. so mad. I know. I know. I was like, Kat. This. Uh, you were so smart up until now. You seem to be the person with the eagle eye. And yet. And yet. Kat was like, maybe she changed. What? It's also like, I could be like, hey, come. Um, I'm going to go try to get this murderer to talk to me. Will you wait downstairs in the car? Like, you need to have a car idling. You need to have somebody watching. You need a partner. You, you, need, a partner you need a partner. That, you need a backup just in case things go awry. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, whoo, Heidi, that was the bad seed returns, and I swear that seed returned. That seed grew into a redwood tree of destruction. Emma knew what she, she the, the assignment was assigned, and she did it, <laughs> and... I just, I can't believe that there's going to be a three. Clear. It's clear. But who was there left? So you think, you think she and the baby go into a foster home and then she tries to kill them? Yeah, because she wants to be with, she's going to be with Cade or maybe she'll raise Cade to be another, a psychopath like her. So you think we're going to like fast forward like maybe 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's got this little kid that she turns into the devil. Yeah, she's going to have, she's got to have like a, you know, Batman and Robin situation <laughs> of evil. She can't. Yeah, she can't be alone. She can't be alone. I am so mad at Kat. I, I am. Know, so, I want. I know. I want, she was our last hope. I, if I could slap her, I would. I know. I know. The same kind of slap she did to Emma. <laughs> slap Kat. <laughs> she should have slapped herself when she was like, I'm going to go on over there. Oh, my God. It drinks some cocoa. Cocoa. You already know she's psycho. Why would you take anything from her? Why would you drink from her cup? It'd be like, nah, I brought my own hot cocoa. Exactly. I got some, I got some in a canister. You know? Oh my God, honey, honey, honey. You know what? This was a journey, Sid. 
And the fact is, we've got another one next week. Okay? We do. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week. We hope you enjoyed Naomi and Sydney's take on bad seed returns. I sure did. I did feel left out, but I sure did enjoy their take. And next week, we've got more mom material. Honey. Oh, boy. I can't even escape. Um, in a film called Secrets Exposed, single mom Joanna is looking forward to surprising her daughter Lizzie at college. She doesn't want that, I'm sure. But when she <laughs> arrives on campus, Joanna is shocked to learn Lizzie is missing. Jesus. With a killer on the loose and surprising details about her daughter coming to light, she'll do anything to find her before the culprit strikes again. Ooh. She didn't know her own daughter was missing. Well, you know she's going to get okay. there, and then they're going to be like, where's my daughter? And the school's going to be like, they're teenagers. We don't Oops. care. <laughs> like, we I don't know. keep up. I okay? Know. Well, we're going to find out. You guys, you can watch this on Lifetime Movie Club using your existing subscription, which I'm sure you have by now. But if you don't, go to LifetimeMovieClub.com slash podcast and sign up for a free seven-day trial. You got to. You got to. Because we got to expose these secrets. Oh, wow. We'll see you next week, honey. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, that's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder and Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by the Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. Hosted by Naomi Perrigan and me, Sydney Washington. Us. I mean, you, you should know that by now. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.